And I'm Marshall, and you're listening to the Save Yourself Podcast. A deep dive into the Face Down Records discography, where we use a randomizer to figure out which album we're actually going to be talking about. It's going to be fun stuff, and just kind of fly by the seat of our pants the whole time, especially on this first episode. <laughs> so if you don't like it, we are sorry. <laughs> so, uh... We um we set a randomizer. We uh, assign every face down release a number and then hit the ran- the randomizer three times, right? Three times. Okay, so we hit it three times and then whichever number it hits, we have a corresponding album to go with that. So this week, uh, the band we picked was Alters. Um, wh- where are they from? Um, they are Colorado? from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And this is their first full length through Face Down called Conclusions. And they also had, this isn't, they had an EP on Strike First, right? Which is also Face Down's, like. Yes, that's their, uh, whatever you call it. Sister that. label? Parent label? Subsidiary? Is it, is, is it their daddy? I don't know. <laughs> imprint. Yeah, imprint. imprint. That's the word. That's the word. Boom. Um, it's like the little strike, training wheels. Strike First. So does that mean that, that Alter's, like, graduate from the training wheels of strike first and pretty much sell enough to be on face down either that or they just did good enough on their first sales i don't know Hmm, i don't know how labels work i've never been on one yeah we we sure as heck have no idea um so uh with that being said we're trying to kind of uh go a little bit deeper than just listening to the album and saying hey it was a good album or telling everyone like what it's like um me and marshall both like when we find a band we like or anything like that, we kind of go track by track. And, like, there's, I mean, everyone has albums that they like a song more than the other or, like, they dislike a song more than the other. So we kind of try Very and, true. yeah, we, like, try and listen to it from that angle. And if anyone's been thinking about checking out a band, maybe we can suggest a song that we like more than the others and all that. So the... Something, like, right whenever we listen to the song, um, the first song on the album, it's, like, that good old school, like, old school to me, which is, like, mid, like, like early 2000s intro breakdown thing. Like, it's not, like, a full song, but it's, it's like, the length of one, but the whole point of it is, like, a mosh call breakdown that they would probably play at the beginning of the set. And I love when bands do that. I'm a little older than you, so... <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> Not by much, but enough. Like this is this has nostalgia written all over it. Yeah. It really does. But it's also like I've heard similar things in two thousand five, four, three. Not not to discredit the album by any means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But before we get into the album, little background information on Alters. Um, they're from Colorado Springs, Colorado. This particular album is the first full studio-length album with Face Down that they put out. Uh, comes in a little bit, a little bit over thirty-two minutes with twelve tracks. Which for twelve tracks, like that's that's like solid length. Like you know that they're not. It's not like two-minute songs and we're done. So. Yeah, I don't even know how many songs we have on our new EP, and I don't know how long it is, so people probably be pissed off about that one. Probably. 
A little background info on the band. Once again, from Colorado. They formed in 2010, but originally started out under the name of Monuments out of Monument, Colorado. But soon after recording an EP with Josh Schroeder and before signing the EP with Strike First that they put out before this album, they had to change the band's name to not be confused or have legality issues with the now well-known band Monuments. In the UK, right? From the UK. Yeah. That's got to be such a bummer for that to happen, for it to be like a kind of established band and then have to change your name. So it's cool that they were able to do that and kind of come come back out and people to still be like, okay, this is Alters, used to be Monuments. It's cool that they like made it past that because that would just, that would scare the heck out of me being like a new signed band and finding out you have to change your name. Um, band members, you got Kanan Smith on vocals, Seth Munson on guitar, Brock Williams on guitar, I might mess this up, Mike Searle, Surly, I don't know. If I, if I pronounce it wrong, I apologize if you happen to randomly hear this. He's on bass, and we got uh, Ben Reno on drums. Um, just a little side note, Kanan did guest vocals on the song Riddance by Mouth of the South, who is now known as Rival Choir. And he also did guest vocals on My Home by Leaders, who is also on Face Down. Face Down. I love Leaders, so I'm really excited to, to do... Did they have two releases with Face Down? Not important, but I love Leaders. We'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Um, I managed to reach out to Kanan and Seth and got some answers back from Seth about some questions I asked him. Seth actually produced, engineered, and mixed this album that we're talking about, Conclusions. And that's the guitarist. That's Yeah, that's the guitarist. <coughs> and his friend Chris Crummett is the one that mastered it. Um, they recorded this in their parent or in Seth's parents' basement in a studio that they built and the band lived together for 3 to 5 weeks just working on it at their own time. Oh, that'd be so fun. I asked them uh if they had any stories they could tell from when being on tour or during the recording session. And Seth said couldn't think of many stories. Unfortunately, that whole era of my life is really a blur. And the few stories that come to mind would probably not be appropriate for the face-down crowd, <laughs> which I totally get. I, I'm, I, I get that, brother. Trust me. <laughs> if people knew half the things that I've done, Jesus. That's a little concerning. Yeah, it's a little concerning, but at the same time, not in a bad way. It's just some, I just like to party and have a good time maybe they were partying and have a good time i don't know that's true that's true <laughs> he said that he remembers a big collaborative effort where they all tried to take in the ideas from everyone and make the best album they could with the limited resources they had and also whenever we asked him about just face down records and how it was working with them he said they were a really small team um, but he felt like that Face Down really showed that they loved their artists. 
Um, they had a lot of like different and varying outlooks on life and face down like fully supported them and even like if certain things were a little touchy and like risky for the normal Christian crowd as far as just lyrics and what like what their songs were about um, they were like completely hands off when it came to that creative side which is cool because like a lot of labels especially like a Christian label you would think would be like ah you trying know. to push you towards yeah, a certain yeah. sound or yeah, a certain message want all the lyrics to be like for today no offense for today but it's gonna also be... <laughs> offense for today because <laughs> your guitarist did some stupid shit yeah. <laughs> with his stupid rant in 2013 yeah I remember he's got it <laughs> yeah we'll get to um, that when we get to your albums but uh uh Seth said that like Face Down was great and he has nothing but like great things and holds them in like a really high regard for that because that's just you know in 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 general like a cool cool thing to do yeah so uh and basically complete artist control yeah and that's that that's rare especially i mean with anything but i feel like especially christian labels you can get into dicey territory so that's that's the thing about christian labels in my opinion because you know my beliefs i'm 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 not the biggest believer, but at the same time, you do you, boo boo. Like it, I, like I, I I don't care if you're a good person. Cool, be a good person. That yeah. end of end of story. I had to refrain on some words I was about to use there, but I almost, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, though. yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't, I I do. don't have any problems with with Christians. My my family's Christian. I was raised Christian. In the Episcopalian Church, <laughs> Catholic with half the guilt. Anyone that doesn't know about that, but uh, and no, I mean I'm I'm the same way too, because like I'm like I'm Christian, but I don't like, you know, I typically don't say anything about it unless someone asks me. Because a lot of know, times you, people don't. You've been hear in it. the band with me for what seven years <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. and have never tried to say. Yeah, shit? never, never. Because if if you wanted to know, <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to know, you would ask. So, but. Anywho, this part of the interesting thing of this podcast and why we chose Face Down, like, separate the fact that we both love Face Down Records and a lot of bands that they've put out, um, but just the cool aspect of me being a Christian and Marshall not being necessarily, like, you can kind of get some cool varying opinions. It might not come off with some of the first releases with bands like Alters, who do a good job of making their lyrics really, like, relatable, whether you're Christian or not. Uh, continuing on with what Seth said, most of them have moved on into different career paths. He's basically the only one still doing music full-time, possibly, but he's uh, mainly mixing and mastering Top 40 radio type stuff, which, you know, hey, hey, make your money, baby. Yeah. Make your money. (laughs) (laughs) I edited myself. I hope you you heard that pause, because that was me cussing. In my head. <laughs> but they all still talk, even with past members, which I didn't honestly look into much. Like, this lineup is the lineup to me. Yeah, yeah, that's it's the lineup that I found, too. But uh, some of them still talk on a daily basis. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but Seth also mentioned that even though it's been a minute, they might be working on some new stuff. Which is exciting because bands like this are a dying breed because now 
No shit. Oh, man. It upsets like, me so much. Like, I will throw my back out happily. If, <laughs> if they put out a new album, I, I will throw my back out in the mosh pit <laughs> and wonder why I'm old and crotchety. And what happened. And what happened and why. And thank you, beer. <laughs> PBR, to be specific. Oh, my gosh. Sponsor us. <laughs> Hell. Um... Yeah, that's uh, that's most of the answers I got from Seth. Kanan never gave me his answers back, but that doesn't mean he won't. Yeah, so maybe on another album we'll be able to talk to them. I, yeah. I also think it's cool that we were able to get in touch with someone from uh, I, I was, a, I was, a band, much I less was the first. I was thoroughly surprised at the first, yeah. the first try. So thanks, Seth and Kanan, for both just at least At least saying something messages. back to me. Like, yeah. Greatly appreciated. All right, so shall we? Now, time for the deep dive into the album itself. So, again, Alters' album is called Conclusions, released June 5th, 2012. So, about almost nine years ago. I keep saying eight because it's 2021 now. But You act like I'm good at uh, math, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the, the first song, Red Brick Army. Which is a weird song title. I just I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I, well, I don't I don't really know the the story behind it, but in my notes I have thick with two C's. It was because the the whole recording is like very 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 heavy, thick, chunky. Got those nostalgic fucking oh shit. <laughs> nope, we're leaving it. Nostalgic bass drops. Like and that's also a dying breed. Like some slam bands nowadays have bass drops, but just pretty, the the yeah. metalcore, like two thousand to two thousand fifteen, to me was just like, oh, I love it. Pretty sure there was only like two to three lines of lyrics total for it, but they just repeated. But it still hit hard. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, it was just like that classic breakdown. Like, it hung around for a little bit longer, which I thought was cool, because it kind of, like, could keep it going. Um, a lot of people could get hurt uh, if, you know, if it's the right crowd. So, I love that. Um, and then, um, the only thing that I put, I was already cautious, because my <laughs> <laughs> my thing with, like, liking music like this is a lot of the time nowadays, there's, like, lots of cleans in it, which I don't have a problem with clean singing, but inherently with like metalcore and hardcore with breakdowns there's just it's just like the higher pitch singing is just kind of the thing and there's there's some bands that i like that do it but probably 80 percent when when you say higher pitch singing do you mean like the yes oh yes Yes. i do i do not like that (laughs) that is garbage i I was already like scareful scareful I was already careful with my notes. Careful <laughs> works, though. <laughs> I was careful in my notes because I was like, I hope there's no cleans. Like, Cause it, this has been nice. And then this, I realized it was a 2012 song. This band has singing vocals, <coughs> but they're good. They're not They're yeah. not the, like you're listening to it, a breakdown happens. You're like, oh, yeah, this is nice. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh. <laughs> like, no, it's not that. So if you're not a fan of that, guess what? This album is for you. Yeah, it very much because is. Because Kanan killed it. Seth killed it, who I'm assuming did the backing vocals. If he didn't, 
Sorry, I provided wrong information. <laughs> All right, so next song, Scum, and this was this was easily in like one of the, like the three songs that I had that were like on my top. Like oh, I definitely, I really liked it. Definitely, um, I love like the group chants in it. Um, that's just a thing too that's fallen out of phase. It's it was I, it was a nice vocal dynamic. Yep, like between the two vocalists, like it. They just paired well. Mm-hmm. It had nasty breakdowns, which, if you love breakdowns, you love nasty breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, naturally. <laughs> and if you don't, then you're wrong. And I don't Very care. Wrong. You can, you can downgrade art or whatever. I don't. I lost my words. Doesn't matter. But it also had a punk, a fast punky vibe, but with some groove. Yeah, it was definitely like it was not just. Not just heavy for the sake of heavy or a breakdown because of a breakdown. Like it was a lot of like good riffing that was heavy, and that's always a nice thing because you, you kind of get a little bit more than what you bargained for. Because yeah. a band could just, you know, hold the one and just go ham, and people will hit people. But I like whenever they throw out something nice and chunky, and make it work and heavy, but like melodic and have yeah. something going on. Yeah. Track three. The Coward. This was my favorite of the whole album. It was because Mark almost hit me in the beginning (laughs) breakdown of this song. And I had to lean away to not catch an elbow to the face. (laughs) And there's a nasty bend in the breakdown. uh, Like guitar string bend. And I love it. It, Like we were listening just in my living room. And whenever that hit, I was like, yes, thank you. That's, That's what I'm here for. You knew what I needed before I knew what I needed. And so they absolutely, like, delivered. Um, it's also got that unexpected, melodic, droning, spoken word part that, like, I wasn't expecting. Well, obviously, because I said unexpected, but it hit in the right kind of way. Yeah. And it was very passionate. Yeah, it it definitely like lended to the drop too that came in towards the end where it was yeah. like that big like plateau and it just like lifted up and you kind of thought it was going to be over but it just and kept it was, kept going. It was like uh, it didn't it didn't it didn't do it didn't do that lot of dispute like where uh, it builds 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 and just dies and yeah. you're like where's the rest of it? Yeah, the song's over. Granted, that song is phenomenal, but it didn't do that. Like you mm-hmm. actually got satisfied at the end of the song. Yep. Uh, track four, Portland. And Seth said, like, this is an instrumental track, right? It is an instrumental track. And yes, the instrumental track, there are two on this album, and they were named after Seth's kids. That's cool, because... Which is we were, dope. We were trying to figure out, like, me and Marshall both Googled the word Portland. I was like, what is that? Like, and it's what not a it? word, so... Por- Portland and uh, Ryland. Yeah. And so they're, they're not words, so it was really cool when Seth actually like pointed that out. We're like, okay, that explains a lot, because we're trying to figure out what that was. But th- that's a cool thing to do. In my notes for the song, I said, unexpected reverby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slash delay pretty guitars. Well, yeah, because if, if you're <laughs> just looking... question mark. <laughs> if you're just looking at the first three songs, like you're like, it's a really heavy album so far. Yeah. And so... This like vibe, like, like you said, reverby, like, soft, clean. It was just like, is that okay? Like that's new, and so 
it was a nice little change to kind it, of it was. show some more dynamic. Because I didn't really think of Alters as being as heavy as the first three songs were. So okay. this fourth one was like, okay. In all, kind of, in all honesty, considering this is the first time I've heard Alters, yeah, I wasn't expecting it either based off the first, what, three songs? No, I, I wasn't expecting like, here's some pretty delay reverb. Yeah, like, yeah. No lyrics, it, but it but it worked. It worked well. And then uh, next we have Lower, which is track five. And I think this was like, they have a music video for this song. Oh so, my God, I remember this song. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, I mean that in a good way. Don't take this. Don't, don't take what I'm saying wrong. <laughs> he has a personal vendetta. Uh, the band that we're in, uh, there there was a riff that was written on the top string. The one string jam, baby. <laughs> they fucking did it. <laughs> we cut the riff, and it hurt. Marshall's still bitter to this moment. Yes, um, I am. I'm gonna take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> so he's he's still holding a grudge against the rest of the band because. Lower kind of starts out, it has like a really, really nice like like top string riff, and it just, right whenever it hit, Marshall no, it stared at me. It doesn't start off that it, way. No, it's not the start, it's like... It starts It starts off as like a fast upbeat. Yeah, like a breakbeat. D-beat, hardcore type song with, you know, the... <laughs> but then it goes into that tasty one string <laughs> jam, which I tried to tell y'all, but whatever, you know. It's a, it's, it is what it is. Your band, you gotta do your thing. <laughs> it also has drum fills for days yeah. in that breakdown. Yeah. Jesus. The, oh, I, I almost punched Mark. <laughs> Some say the drummer is still scrambling and hitting them fills in this song. Because he, he was going for a, a hot minute. Um, I, I liked it too because like, so far, like, encapsulating in the whole album it's just really upbeat and this song like it didn't miss it like it was just like upbeat like two and four it was really nice and then it just gets really really upset and there's just a nice breakdown and then it just kind of like just like keeps keeps giving and you're not going to get bored like even if if you're, you're just, if you just have 20 minutes play the first five or six tracks of this and you will be like you won't be asleep. You don't even need 20 minutes. The whole album is 12 <laughs> tracks with 32 That's minutes true. worth of music. That's true. <laughs> Give yourself five minutes, and you can make it through the first five songs. <laughs> the next song, track six, Unknowing. A little blast beats on this one. That was, that was this nice is the song. Change. This is the song that had that random drum stop where we both went, what? Oh, yeah, we... We thought like the the stream that we were <laughs> listening to just like quit, but I mean this it was a very interesting like stop. I would like to maybe get some more info on that and figure but, out what that was because it was very strange. It's also got to the, me at least. It's also got the bass drop, but it goes like fast, slow, fast, slow, <laughs> and then it has that kill everyone breakdown <laughs> that was. So nice. <laughs> and then, um, I think is if it's this one, let me make sure before. Um, look, yeah, this one. Nose, baby. I'm telling you. Uh, so this one, there's uh, there's like some background vocals, and this is random, but it's one of those things you've listened to like certain bands. The backgrounds on this reminded me of the vocalist from Means. 
who's on Face Down too. Very yeah. like Evergreen Terrace esque, like uh, cleans. Yeah, I remember and you saying I, that. I I meant to like look up in the uh, like the album credits and see if that was him, maybe. Uh, but I don't think we found any other. There were no guest vocal credits or anything anywhere. Not that I'm aware so. of, but also you know I did the bare minimum when it came to looking up information. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Means <laughs> is a dope band they really are i'm very excited Um, we'll cover them eventually (laughs) and y'all will hear that eventually (laughs) and yes that was my beer sitting down on the table love you what's next uh ryland ryland that's the second interlude named after seth's kid one Mm. of seth's kid sorry and this one's like more acoustic um very like way way less like reminiscent of the first one it's like way more like toned down a lot more minimalistic and just kind of way more chill in all honesty i liked it better than the first interlude but it also has some uh album leaf vibes which is a band that i just love like very chill like you know lo-fi Delay, reverb type. Just the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. But yeah, the, you know, just another interlude, but solid, solid. Track eight, Montreal. Screwjob. Uh, what? <laughs> Wrestling. Sorry. You went there. <laughs> uh, the beginning of this was just like it just screamed. Norma Jean, Memphis will, will be laid to waste. Just that intro was just, it was very like, I don't know, that's just, it spoke to me. In, in my notes, I wrote, love the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> that strained yell scream that's oh so tasty. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. Like, it, it, just, it just hits in all the right ways. And I love the way he, like, enunciates with, or... I think that's why we like the throaty yells because like it's just it's really easy to enunciate what you're saying and it's cool whenever a a person's like blending like everything into one word but I love whenever they can like you can really understand it because with music like this it makes it that more like punchy and hit maybe one day I'll learn how to enunciate (laughs) and not use my southern (laughs) swagger (laughs) Jesus ugh and then, uh, so the next one we got track track nine is Shepherds. Shepherds. Um, <laughs> Steve Riff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, we went there. Poor Steve. No, like he'd be he'd be happy if he knew this. <laughs> if he had listened to this album, he'd be like, "Yes, yeah. I wrote that riff." He didn't he totally write that would. riff, but he would have. <laughs> and uh, th- this song had like. I felt like it was like made for like a live song. It just seemed like it would be really fun to watch live. There was like a a lot of like hard stops and changes, and I felt like the breakdown at the end was very like oh, almost yeah. proggy for a band like this. In my notes, I wrote "nasty ass breakdown" <laughs> that slows back into melodic riff. Yeah, it definitely like it seemed out of place for this band, but in a good way, like not. Not no, it, out, it out of place bad, but just like oh, that's a nice like change. Like had they had they put this had they put this song like in the first three or four songs, you'd be like, what is this? Yeah. But like because where it came in in the album, 
perfect. It, it fits. It does. But that's also just me talking from our experience and writing songs where people are like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you you played this, and now you're playing this. Yes, we did. You know why? Because we want to. <laughs> and that's how I feel like this band is. They do what they want to because they want to. And here we are like And it works. Yeah, it, no shit. <laughs> like, I'm stoked to get to their EP that we haven't listened to and their other album that came out after this in 2013. That's quick, too, to release some stuff. That's, that's wild. I know. We've been working on our album for what? Yeah. We're on <laughs> False Dunks time. <laughs> We're the new tool. Oh, yeah, God. There it is. <laughs> Track 10, Revelation. Too many Christian bands have a song called this. Well, that, I mean, you're not wrong. I ain't going to hate you for it. But yeah, Revelation, very common title track among the Christian secular... Hand motions. You can't, you can't see what I'm doing, but hand motions. But... To me, it sounded pop punkish in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, it was a little. It was probably one of my least favorite songs on the album, which is weird because I also wrote preachy, but not like the for today praise and worship. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's true though. It was definitely like a little bit more obviously Christian, which yeah, isn't like, like a problem, but it's not more a like bad, a fact. No, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't see why it'd be a problem for you. No, well, for me personally, I, like, eh, mm. I feel like the the reveal your presence line, the way it was like said and delivered, it just seemed a little campy to me. But like, that's eh. that's just me. Like, I feel like in the song it worked, but it's like a personal preference. But it w- it wasn't that final track on a for today record that went all oh, yeah. praise and worship. Yeah, you got a big problem with this. I do. <laughs> I had I I love y'all. But I hate the praise and worship final track. Where <laughs> you get, says, where don't you go get, soft at the end. Yeah, don't go soft. Go, go, minus the F word, go hard. <laughs> just, just go in, like, end hard. <laughs> Start soft. <sighs> but don't end, oh. It sounds really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it sounds. You know what I mean. Yeah. And maybe they'll get what I mean. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> try <laughs> Track 11. Not, but based off of other songs like that, <laughs> yeah, this is not the worst. That's true. That's true. We never skipped a song no. of, of this record. And no. I don't think we ever... And we're not going to gonna skip a song on any other record we do. But That's going to be tough for don't, some. Yeah, it's going to be tough when we get to four today and we had to listen to the last track. <laughs> I can't wait. Sorry for today. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I, I can all right Mm. track 11 is realization realization um same riff as the outro riff from revelation and a similar song title but with vocals (laughs) (laughs) yeah it reminds me of something that i can't place but and i don't i don't i yeah that's that's the end of that yeah, I just felt like it was kind of unnecessary. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, three three interludes. Like, you're not a prog band. <laughs> well, technically, that's not an interlude. They added vocals. I mean, yeah, kind of. But it's like, what was it, like a minute, four seconds? 
I, I yeah, just thought they could have done a little short. bit more. Yeah. Either way. But here we are. It was it was it was it was better than <laughs> it was better. Than <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're leaving that in we're leaving that in. It was better than Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo! Save yourself podcast. Alright. All right. Last song of the album. Conclusions. Title track. Title track. Last song of the album. In my notes I wrote, My soul would be weak if I moshed to all these songs. Which is true, because I'm, yeah. I'm old. My back hurts. <laughs> But the breakdowns in all these songs make me want to swing and hit. Yeah. But I know for a fact after two, no, that's a lie. I'm sorry. After one and a half, I'd be laying in the corner of the room with my hand on my back going, <laughs> I really think, too, like, they, they kind of had, like, a, a style... And like a, a a signature way of like going into a breakdown and kind of like the same kind of style throughout and like yeah. with it being having the three interludes, it kind of broke it up and you didn't really get tired of it. But I I, I do think they kind of played pl- like played a little safe on the just the vibe of the album as far as just the breakdowns and things like that, which I personally don't mind because. Especially with like a band's first full length, they're probably using songs that they had written previously, and like it's it's a little bit of like rehash things. Typically, it might not have been for them, but um, I I do feel like I was like entertained the whole time and was kind of on mm. on the edge. This this song had it had it had some pretty good breakdowns with melodic leads. Yeah, kind of reminds me of a. Uh... 2005, 6, 7-ish era of It Dies Today. Ooh, oh yeah. That's good, that's good. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking about their album, Cade Choir. <laughs> yeah, that's... And if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> listen. Such a good record. Very nostalgic. But, it, like, for for the last track, it was very solid. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I noticed looking over the lyrics... This song mentions at least seven of their songs from this album as like a backing vocal. You, you, you know when like a band like like the vocalists would do like a line and then the backing vocalists will say this. Oh yeah, yeah, just kind of like finish yeah. finish what they're saying. They called out seven of their songs from this album. Oh, that's cool. Being Red Brick Army, Unknowing, Montreal, Revelation. Scum, The Coward, and Shepherds, all in this one song. And that, it hit me in a good point where I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I wish I would have thought about that with our band. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like, overall, like, I I think whenever, uh, whenever we realized that th- this was the first album we were going to do. I think I I definitely heard of Alters and I'd listened to either Lower or um Scum 
Like, I had heard one of them before um, to where, like, when the song started, I kind of... You were like, oh, yeah, I remember this? Yeah, yeah. Not, not a whole lot, but I'm I'm really glad to listen to the whole record because there's, it's, like, all in all, like, like it still holds up now. Like, the recordings sound good. Um, it's a little bit chunkier than, like, records are now in this style, I feel like. I feel like a lot of bands are yeah. getting more polished with, like, the final product, which is not, like, a good or bad thing i feel like it's just a stylistic thing nowadays it can go either way honestly yeah. it depends on how polished you get it like you can also take a turd and polish <laughs> it and make it look like a nice stone but that don't mean that it's a good stone you know yeah, what i'm saying like, yeah but I, I get what you're saying um we we listened to this album via youtube and just for shits and giggles we decided that uh, we're going to have a segment called Recommended Artist, which is the first four recommended artists off of YouTube based off of what we just watched. <laughs> so here are the four artists recommended after <laughs> listening to this full-length album. So the first is UGK. International Players Anthem. I don't know why that is, like, we listen to it on my <laughs> YouTube account, and I've never listened to anything by UGK. I know this song, but it's just... It's Classic, <laughs> first off. Second off, awesome. It's, like, it's definitely what made us do this segment, because I saw that, and I was like, Marshall, look at that. And it, it was so random. If UGK, if like someone watched a, a music video of ours on YouTube and UGK was the next recommended artist, <laughs> I would be thrilled. Yeah, that's like, true. Yes! <laughs> we are nothing like that, but dope. Yeah. <laughs> the second song was Miss May I, Hey Mister, which I'm just going to go ahead and admit, never heard, probably won't. Yeah, because I, really... I don't like Miss May I. Yeah. No offense to you, Miss May I. If you happen <laughs> to listen to this, and if you do, hate all you want. Don't yeah. care. Here it is. Uh, the third one was uh, Era uh, Pattern Interrupt. The Alabama Boys. So Birmingham. They actually just announced uh, their new album. I think it's self-titled. And they came out with a video for that as well, and it's it's pretty sick. Um, they've. They've definitely like stuck it out through a lot, and some talented boys from Birmingham. And the fourth recommended artist on YouTube. <sighs> this turned out to be after so sick. listening to Alter's Conclusions full album was Black Pumas. <laughs> the song is Colors, live at the Arlen Studios, and in my notes, I wrote "fucking good." It was so good. <laughs> Nothing. Like alters, yeah, nothing at all. But if you don't look up this band after hearing this this episode, you're missing out, and I feel sorry for your life. Yeah. So black pumas, black pumas, colors. Check it out. Solid, solid, solid album. Um, now we're up to our section band of the week. So we're each going to pick just a band that we've been listening to a lot for that week or a specific song. doesn't have to be a new band. Um, uh, mine, 
Mine for the week was a band called Katadin. It's uh, K A. Yeah, K A T A H D I N, I believe. Um, I might have butchered that, but they can't even remember how to spell it. <laughs> they are like uh, a beatdown uh, type band, like kind of slam, kind of beatdown. Uh, I I'm a huge fan. Um, I love that resurgence of 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 that style. Um, uh, the song that I I think they actually only have two songs out right now. They got two or three because um, I remember you showing them to me. Yeah, and, I, and you were like, "They're not signed or nothing." <laughs> yeah, it's separation like, oh, and to the darkest place, and it's K A T A H D I N. So I think I was right one of the times, but it just feels so weird spelling that out. But I still could check out Katadin. My band of the week is going to go to Hangman's Chair. They are a sludgy southern groove depressive doom band from Paris, France. Depressive doom. Yes, it it is you know what I like. I like that I like that just nasty but good. The the song in particular is called Naive. And it's from their 2018 album. I don't speak French, so forgive me for butchering this, but Banlieue Trist? Hey. Probably not too offensive. Close close (laughs) enough, right? Released on the label Music Fear Satan, which is also just... Wonderful. doesn't, Doesn't sound right. But... First off, it's short for a Doom song. Yeah, it's not 30 it, minutes. It, it comes in at a little under four minutes. <laughs> oh, hey. But it's it's got <laughs> it's got groove. It's got, I don't know. It, it, just, it just hits all the points that I like in that genre of music. And I love it. I would go into more detail because I took a lot of notes on it. But I'm not going to because I will mess up all these people's <laughs> names because I don't speak French. Super French. But uh, yeah, that's that's my band of the week. Um, at this point, we would take questions, but this is our first episode, so who's asking shit? Nobody. True. Good job. So with that being said, you can follow us on at or. You can follow us on Twitter at Save Yourself Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Save Yourself Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Save Yourself Pod. We also have a website that we will probably never update, <laughs> but you can go to it if you can find if you can find the other three things. You can find this. You trust can find me. Find the website, <laughs> and if you can't, it doesn't matter because we're not going to update it that much. And also, if you have questions, you can. DM us on Instagram. Yeah, DM us. DM on uh, Twitter. Is that? Do you DM on Twitter? I don't. I don't use Twitter. I don't use Twitter that oh, often Jesus. either. And if someone wants Ask to a question send on us Twitter, instructions on how to use Twitter, it might help. <laughs> or you can email us at saveyourselfpod at gmail That's a wrap for episode one. And that is episode one. Let's take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> See you guys.